1: Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome to today's program. We have a fellow podcaster on the show down in Texas. Andrew, what's going on, my man?
0: What's happening? Good to be on. Thanks for having me, Paul. It's awesome.
1: Yes, sir, man. So how's everything going uh, with your lawn care business, man, in the spring rush?
0: It's that's exactly what it is, the spring rush. I'm starting to kind of... I'm glad i listened to you guys for so long before i decided to kick mine off because i had no idea i only run two episodes a week and i'm i ain't gonna lie brother the 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 excellence in broadcasting is beginning to weigh <laughs> beginning <laughs> yes sir to fade a little bit
1: <laughs> i uh i talked to these guys that want a podcast and i was like man it's a lot of hard work it's a lot of hard work and they think it's easy and uh You know, nine out of 10 guys don't make it, Andrew. There's so many folks that start a podcast and then they realize to do it consistently, it takes way more work than you realize if you're going to do it well, so.
0: Yeah, well, I got a, leg up because you you chiseled out some time and apprenticed me through kind of the basics of both the software, what uh, equipment to get and things like that. and I just basically relate that to uh, going from the nine to five skipping the buck in the truck kind of <laughs> um, kind of process and going straight to the commercial gear and man it's uh, so far it's been a great experience. it's been a challenging experience. so I appreciate you for. Uh, setting time aside in your busy schedule early in, the, early in the year for helping me out, but that's actually helped me out tremendously. Had I not taken that time with you to to do that, man, I I probably would have dubbed out a long time ago as well because I didn't have the skill set, didn't know how to face the challenges, and then of course the hardware. I mean, dude, I'm a lawn mower. I mow lawns and I do landscaping and stuff like that. This isn't my thing, you know, and and and. Uh, you know, I, I guess there's always to send everything to Mr. Producer, but I think he'd, he'd probably fire me (laughs) because I wouldn't know what to do. (laughs) So anyways, um, but yeah, it's been really cool. It's been really fun. I really enjoyed it thus far. It's been challenging, but it's been fun, man.
1: Cool. Well, tell us a little bit more about your, uh, lawn care business for, for those who aren't familiar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, as of right now, I am a owner operator. Um, I'm by myself and I serve the uh, the Southern region of the DFW market in North Texas. It's called Arlington and Mansfield. Those are my two main uh, places where I mow lawns. Primarily, that's my main uh, line of work. That's my bread and butter is the mowing. Um, I actually do a lot of subcontracting with other stuff like uh, fertilization, weed control, landscaping, mm-hmm. Hardscaping. I've developed some relationships. I've been able to do that around town, but primarily that's it, man. I mean, just kind of a snapshot over the last 10 years being in business. I've had everything from a uh, business partner, five five trucks running, Whoa. six to seven full-time guys. Whoa. We did trees, installations, demos, maintenance, the whole nine yards. And um, I've kind of had a taste of everything. And right now I'm kind of like... Do I really want to continue on growing with um, team members or do I want to run, do the solo thing, you know, kind of be the glorified buck in the truck. Right. (laughs) So um, that's kind of where I'm at now. So I'm still deliberating, listening to podcasting, talking to folk, knowing my route, knowing my numbers right now. I'm comfortable. I, I enjoy what I do, you know. Um, but I'm trying to incorporate social media and the podcasting into my life as well. And, you know, I'm just kind of wanting to see, Hey, you know, is this something that I want to do? Is this something that I want to be by myself or do I want to keep advancing? So I'm kind of, I'm kind of limboing right now on that. So currently that's where I'm at, but that's kind of a snapshot history of where I've come from as far as the green industry goes.
1: Tell us a little bit more of why you chose to go from having six to seven employees. To go down to you being the only employee in the company.
0: Right. Uh, Ultimately, I would say maybe the frustration side of it, Um, coupled with it's just increasingly harder to find good help. And it just seems like, you know, the employment is revolving doors. So, and it's the frustrating part because I listen to uh, the different shows, stuff you all talk about and everything, how to acquire and keep good employees and things like that um and it just seems like i don't know i don't know if it's my market i don't know if it's maybe i smell funny and i just i just kick everybody out and kick them away right uh then it's hard to find people that work and mesh well together you know so ultimately i could sit here all night and tell you different reasons why but ultimately i think it's dealing with the uh, frustration side of it and I've been doing it for i don't know five or six years on and off on and off you know am i gonna have to try to tackle 20 lawns by myself today or is my worker actually going to show up right Mm -hmm. and that's always just kind of been the struggle and years back when i had everybody we had a pretty good team put together Mm -hmm. um but then they just slowly faded away we kept trying to replace them and i mean i don't know we probably went through in the three, three or four solid seasons, we actually had guys, Mm -hmm. uh, we probably went through, I don't know, 40 people, you know, 30 people just almost back to back. And I'm like, man, and I don't, and I just don't know. We were paying competitively. We were paying weekly and that's a big thing, uh, down here. Uh, we did a lot of uh, pay time off, you know, try to do separate things that we thought we could do within the business. And they, man, dude, guys just kept, you know, No calling and no showing. You know, I never did that. If I was frustrated with somewhere, I'm putting a two week in. You know, but here it's different. It's a no call, no show
1: (laughs) on the busiest (laughs) day of the year. Typically, how it goes.
0: So I mean, and so I guess, like I said, I mean, I I could keep spinning all these off, but really, it's a frustration side. And at this point, I can come down get my coffee ready. I'm not waiting on anybody or, you know, they're not waiting on me or vice versa. Uh, Uh, my equipment's here. I'm here. My lawns are fairly close proximity. I don't have a super, super dense route, but it's, it's the most dense it's been in the the 10 years that I've been doing this. So
1: dangerous saying that on this show, man, we, we preach route density in this piece. (laughs) it's all good brother. So, uh, what's your financial responsibilities? You have wife, children. What, how's all that working?
0: Wife, children, mortgage. Yep. And a car payment. <laughs> yeah. How many children? I've had the do same uh, work truck since about 2015. Uh, and yeah, I'm sorry. How many
1: kids do you, do you have
0: two kids, two girls? Okay. I got a got an 11 year old and a 10 year old.
1: Okay. So with going down to just being solo, um, why do you call it buck in the truck and not chuck in the truck?
0: I think that's what I'm trying to say, but I just say buck in the truck. Oh, anyway. you say buck, you
1: say buck in the truck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I thought. I don't know, I think it. I thought we, I usually say chuck in the truck.
0: Yeah, uh, but, uh, that's, that's, that's operator error on this side, sir.
1: We have um, the new gas station here in Georgia called Bucky's. And uh, do you guys have those in Texas?
0: everywhere i mean
1: i probably got 3
0: of them in dfw that i know of oh four. really okay oh, yeah. how They've far are you long. from
1: how far are you from dallas this, this is new they're they're brand new to georgia there's two of them oh, here oh really oh wow or no there's okay. one of them here there's one of them here i i drove by when i was coming home from um florida and then i i went out to visit uh, jason krill in alabama and they had one out there in alabama mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, man. It's kind of like, it's got this cult following. I mean, you'll, you'll see all these shirts and bumper stickers and stuff and people all around the United States, but so DFW proper. So, so Dallas is a city and of course Fort Worth is a city, but for the Metroplexes that they are, they're so close together. I mean, I think they're within about 30 or 40 miles of each other. Uh Hence it's called the DFW Metroplex. So I say that because when I say I'm so, so far down from DFW, I'm in a, sub- a suburb of DFW, of Dallas-Fort Worth, um, and basically from, from each, each point of being downtown in Fort Worth and Dallas, I'm about 30 minutes, call it 30, 35, 25, 35 miles south of either one pretty much. That's Arlington, Texas? Arlington, yeah.
1: Is that where um, the Dallas Cowboys and the Texas Rangers play?
0: That's right. Yep. Uh, their training camp is out there in North Dallas. Um, we were going to do a tour walkthrough here a little while back, man, that place out there is awesome, man. I mean, state of the art, everything, Mm -hmm. but yeah, the dome, uh, AT&T stadium, Mm -hmm. Jerry Jones and well, the home, the home of the boys down here. Mm -hmm. I actually got a, I got a, I got a complex that I do about 35 homes in, Mm -hmm. um, about 10 minutes North of that. But Mm -hmm. yes, that's exactly where it's at in Arlington.
1: What about Ronnie Coleman? You know, big Ronnie? Nope. <laughs> Mr. 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 Olympia. You
0: don't get, I don't get privileges of enjoying stuff whenever I'm, you don't, you don't know Ronnie Coleman
1: and you're from Arlington.
0: I don't, man. I don't. No. Oh man. I'm Light- glad we're not doing this live because I'd be probably catching a lot of that like old, like medieval time, like rotten vegetables and stuff.
1: <laughs> like, wait, baby, Ain't nothing but a peanut. You don't know Roddy Coleman and you're from Arlington, Texas, but he, he was Mr. Olympia for like five or six years, like the biggest human being in oh, our in our generation. Oh. He was a uh, he was a police officer, I believe, in Arlington.
0: You're right. I think I did see one of those little mini docuseries on uh, YouTube here a while back. but he's very yeah.
1: proud of that he was from your town because he yeah even though he won mr olympia you win a million dollars um he would still for like the next three years he kept winning but he was still a, a police officer in your your neck of the woods
0: oh wow yeah i'm, I'm a little faded on that my friend there yeah, you go
1: well, you, you, i'm assuming you don't you don't get to the gym too often huh
0: that's why we're doing this right here. I gotcha. Okay? All right. You big, look at you, you're pumping some iron. Now. I've been you're working getting, out you hit hard now. So you're like, you're like
1: crap on the little guy. <laughs> nah, it's not like that. His Ronnie, man, he's, his workouts are so intense. Yeah. So yeah, intense. he'd
0: probably be all over those places too. Yeah, no, I didn't man.
1: He's got like 200 pound dumbbells. It's like, yep, yep, yep. Oh man. Anyway, you don't need pre-workout. You just need to watch a Ronnie Coleman video before you hit the gym and, <laughs> You'll you'll get it in,
0: <laughs> dog. No, yeah, no. Um, I don't know much about him, but so that's kind of more or less. That puts a, a geographical. I got you. Kind of image of where I'm at in, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not far from there, but I am about an hour from where Cowboys uh, where Cowboys practice at. They are kind of they're in Frisco, I think Frisco, and that's pretty much North Dallas, and and that's about. 50 minutes from here, from where I'm at, so...
2: Hey, folks, we have a thing coming up here. It's called Together in the Trades, and it is a summit for couples in business in Nashville, Tennessee, June 2022, (laughs) June 25th, 2022 at the Music Study Center in Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, and it's going to be so exciting. It is a summit on how not to get divorced from your spouse if you work together. Yes, and it's not the be-all end-all, but it's tools and tips to help you work on your spouse and your relationship together if you run a company together. Because believe it or not, you run a company together and you may not even know it, even if the other person has a job outside the business. And you're not, both bringing that stress home.
0: And it's not just us talking. We bring in industry
2: professionals and we also bring in real-life examples like ourselves. Yeah. we constantly and marriage from. counselors, things yeah. like that. So June 25th, 2022 together in the trays.com. Nashville, Tennessee. It's going to be an awesome time. See you there.
1: All right, guys, I'm super fascinated by Andrew's story here because it's something that we're hearing more and more and more of um, Mitchell Gordy had a similar story, Andrew, where he used to have multiple crews and it stressed him out so much. He Downsize to that manageable schedule, like you said. You wake up, you get your coffee, you, you get your pace of your day, and and that pressure and the stress is your employee going to show up today to do those twenty yards is gone. Now now you just kind of have your your um work, and uh, there's many others. We have Jarvis on the program recently from Mississippi. Very similar story. He's he's just solo and proud owner operator. And, um, obviously the risk with all of that is an injury. You're really screwed, but let's hope for the best that, that you stay healthy and and your body's functioning, that you can knock out all this work. So dive a little bit deeper into how this is going for you, both with the finances and with, with the work life balance. And are you able to get all the work done? How are you handling this totally different, um, perspective of just being solo?
0: Well, I, it's kind of been a frog in a boiling boiling pot for me. It's just kind of been a gradual thing. And it's really been, because I had a helper, a family friend of mine, a guy I go to church with, He's a uh, he helped me for about a year, did Christmas lights, mowed lawns with me, probably about a year and some change collectively, I'd say. And he went on to some other things. And again, I mean, now I'm not going to keep anybody back from advancing their life. I know lawn care and lawn mowing isn't going to be the the... The end all be all unless, you know, you're actually probably doing it or you're making a, a solid salary. Right. And um, man, it just kind of just it was, because it's been gradual, it's kind of it, it's eased its way into where it's at into its evolution now. Um, I mean, financially, everything you said right there is my worry. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm insured. I got uh, some some little coverages. What's it What's it called? Um,
1: disability well, or uh,
0: disability? Yeah. yeah. I so got if the, you get uh, hurt, uh,
1: they cover your salary for a certain amount of time.
0: That's right. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's not a huge salary I put on there, but it's enough to pay bills, pay the mortgage, put food on the on the plate for a little while. And of course, I got some. I got uh, some friends here in the business that'll definitely help me out. We've already kind of talked about that. And anyhow, so that's where I'm at with that. And, but that's kind of a a looming fear. I haven't faced it yet. You know, seeing like what Jeremiah Jennings, what he faced. Um, I know what you were talking about. I think with someone here a while back, he was, um, uh, I think it was at one of the shows. Kyle,
1: Kyle had a hand injury from New York. Um, that's him. Jeremiah yeah, had a hand he, injury from Alabama. I have a friend, Andrew, who's a dentist, and you have to have disability because he, you know, he, he has several dental hygienists. He, he's a very, very, very successful um, dentist, but he works with his ten fingers, and 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 you know, if something happens and he can't do that root canal or or, or filling or whatever he does, um, you know, he's he's that that's that's a issue. So it's not just our industry, and I think it's like planning for the um planning for the worst but but hoping for the best that that you have a full career and you stay healthy and you have no injuries yeah. but i think it would be foolish for guys who do go the solo and proud route which is so many benefits. I, the benefits far outweigh the negatives, but that's always my question when I do a coaching call. And you're you're mature, Andrew, but a lot of guys, I'm like, well, what happens if you get hurt? Oh, I'm not going to get hurt. I'm careful. And I'm like, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. You, you you have to plan for it. And, and you obviously have to be, um, we have to be super careful. I just had a story the other day, Andrew, um, a guy was uh, cutting down a tree and he's in a ladder and the the ladder slipped and, and the tree fell on him and killed him. Oh. I and mean, this happened, like, I can't talk about it yet, but it, it happened here, you know. And uh, so that guy's dead now. He there ain't no more working, you know what I mean? But we just have to be careful out there. So that that goes with the territory. Of course you're careful, but even if you're careful, it's good to have a plan. And that disability Absolutely. insurance is a plan. Absolutely.
0: So. I completely agree with you. you. Got life insurance, got a little bit of disability. I got some, um, like I said, some helpers to to help if that time comes. Mm -hmm. Depending on the severity, we've talked about selling off or replacing or just subbing out for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I came to this, uh, like I said, gradually, and you're absolutely right. I mean, you can't just, like you said, cold turkey it and just go into it and be like, oh, I'll be all right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. Next thing you know, ladder's falling on you or you're falling out of a roof or, I mean, simply a rock ricocheting off of a... From a weed eater off of the AC unit or a house and it hits you in the temple just right. Freak freakish things. Well, Heard of more freakish random things happening. And, you, and you it know? doesn't
1: just have to be this. And I'm for those of you who are this is your first time ever listening to Greenish tree podcasts. I I'm about the most happy, optimistic, joyful person you'll you'll meet. Um, so I this isn't my norm to 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 talk about yeah. issues like this, yeah. but it could even be a, a softball. You know, I have buddies that play on a softball team on Tuesday nights and you know, you, you could get an injury playing softball or you could get um, playing yeah. basketball. I remember there's a third baseman for the New York Yankees once and he, he got hurt. I think he hurt his knee or, or ankle playing basketball. And in the fine print of his contract, if he had an injury out, outside of baseball, he didn't get paid. So um, I think his name might have been Aaron Boone or something like that. So anyway, then they sent him off to the Cleveland Indians and he, he missed out on all his big New York money because he played ba- pickup basketball and, and and got hurt. <laughs> so even things like that, you have to be, you, you know, you have to think sometimes. I, I literally used to play basketball on Monday nights and. I, I, you know, I stopped playing just because I was like, you know what? I can't risk an injury right now um, when I was a heavy laborer in the business. And so yeah, if, if you're more in the office and you're giving quotes or whatever, you know, you could probably be a little bit more lenient. But anyway, I, I, you don't know this, Andrew, but I don't plan. We spontaneously kind of did today's episode. This wasn't like pre-planned. And yeah. I didn't tell you what to say. But on what I think will be yesterday's program was a guy named Jarvis, and he shared the whole testimony of why he's solo and proud, owner operator, and the work life balance, and basically just went to bat for this is this is what works best for him, and we're following that out with the next episode. Again, guys, this wasn't planned. It wasn't like Solo and Proud Week, is the importance of you know being owner operator. <laughs> yeah, it's just you guys out there in America are sharing your yeah. story, and there's coming a um, trend where more and more folks are saying the employees are stressing me out. The schedule is stressing me out. I I make a commitment to do this amount of work, but that means these people have to be reliable. And you know what? I'd rather just do it myself. Maybe, maybe the upside is, you know, you're not going to make as much money yourself for as much, but you have the peace of mind.
0: Well, I'm not, like I said, I'm not, that's where I'm at now. And it's, it's got to a point where it's at right now. I don't think I'm not solid. Uh, I was actually talking to one of my best friend the other day. He owns a lawn care service locally as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was just talking to him. We were just, we always brainstorm about different ideas, of what to do. Employees always come up. He's actually got a really good team set up. Uh, he's, he's a larger commercial client, client, a larger commercial operation here. So I think there's a bit more, stability for the guys there I guess mm-hmm. uh, I mean I got it too but I think it's just the way they look at it but anyhow I mean I don't think it's the end game for me quite yet I don't think it's wise <sighs> no I take that back because then you got you got uh, Julio Tome, you got um mm-hmm. Uh, mower man here John, in uh johnny
1: in Texas johnny moe in pennsylvania johnny moe Alabama you're you're fighting you you, you you gotta be careful Andrew you gotta be careful man hey man that's all good dude oh, come on. We're, we're the, here the, the Peta gallery style. they they uh they come out man they come out so you gotta be careful fighting then tumbleweeds
0: you know it's all good oh man um but yeah no I mean I I'm okay where I'm at I mean but everything you said even even to to reiterate what you were saying i think i did something in my back over the last couple of weeks and i can still function just going to bed getting up after laying and kind of like having the weed eater a certain way kind of tweaks my back a little bit so I, you got to be careful you know and so i i just had to kind of slowly but that but exactly what you're saying it may not even be a detrimental thing it may not be a kill it may not be a, a super maim but if it slows you down if it does, if it keeps you from hitting your numbers, you know, um, if you ultimately have to lay out for a, a few days, it didn't even have to be a super dangerous thing like that. But if it just keeps you down, that's also um, something as well. But I, I, if I, no, don't get me wrong. If I had, you know, two solid guys that I know were going to show up, or you know, hey, I mean, I, I'm turning and burning them like four, like four or five a season. It seems like outside of this last fellow that I had and and i'm not closed off to it i haven't made up my mind i'm just going straight solo uh i'm enjoying my solo time right now though mm-hmm. i'm just kind of going with the flow seeing what the lord has planned you, Kind you're, just you're recalibrating and resetting right now
1: essentially you're you're, you're just recalibrating
0: yeah. yeah 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 i'm enjoying it right now mm. uh don't i don't foresee it staying that way um who knows i mean if i get a If we do super, super dense routes, you know, like five stops, you know, three stops, things like that. (laughs) I may not, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, maybe throw a commercial spot in there or something like that. I don't know, but I do like the camaraderie out there. I mean, I mean, I love my podcast shows that I listen to all day long. I mean, I'm pretty much like a horse with blinders on, man. What
1: podcast do you listen to while you're out there mowing? Um,
0: I listen to yours a lot. I listen to Fullerton's, the, uh, I listen to untrap podcast, listen to Dave Ramsey, uh, Ken Coleman. Oh, there's a number of them, man. Um, uh, and then I do the YouTube thing as well. You know, how you could play the YouTube. You got Um, got that premium. Yeah, that's right. And then I'll just turn it off, you know, and I'll listen to it that way. So I'll listen to like, um, history channel stuff, you know, uh, you know, on the occasion, but I try to keep, I try to keep it stimulating as much as possible. So, I mean, green industry stuff. I mean, I listen to that stuff all the time from everybody and uh, cool. other, and uh, I, I listen to audible a lot, listen to your books a lot on there. I've listened, I think the last two or three of them uh, at least at least twice, you Thank know, you. just a good listen.
1: How did you like Mr. Producer's narration narrating? Did you man, listen to the 101 I, really Proven cool. Ways with him narrating it?
0: No, I I liked it because he's kind of that guy that people want more of. And then when you uh, like interviewed him that one time, it was like, "Whoa, this is the catch me man! This is great." Yeah. And then you put the you had him narrate that man. I thought that was really cool. I liked yeah. it. I really enjoyed it. So that's cool. kind of one of those hidden common hidden team members. You don't get to see all the time. Right. <laughs> and then he, you it and it's like, this is great.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was talking to the lawn care juggernaut, um, a couple days ago. And he's like, why does Mr. Producer stay so hidden? Like what, what's the story, man? Tell me, tell me, tell me why is he, why is he like this? It's, it's like people the are getting to Batman man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I want to know him better. You know what I mean? But it works, man. You, you, uh, he gives you just a little tease, you know what I mean? and, it, <laughs> Everybody wants more of Mr. Producer,
0: yeah, that's cool, man. he does a great job. I mean, just y'all's history alone um it, it sets this fact unknowingly to both of y'all it set up foundations to where y'all are at today, you know, and that's something i always i always think we always think about that um y'all's test both of y'all's testimonies together um. Uh, in your own different spots, you know, in radio, he still does primarily radio though. He just kind of does this on the side or, or
1: yeah, he has a full-time job still, but I think at some point he may, we always say, get the boat close to dock, get the boat close to the dock. (laughs) And, uh, I think my risk tolerance compared to him, I would, I would have sailed off, you know, I would have went a long time ago, you know what I mean? But I think he's got everything very, uh, you know, he's got a good job and, and things of that nature, but The thing I want to emphasize with that is he was faithful in the little and and like there's something about doing the right thing because he was my boss essentially for five and a half, six years or something like that, several years. And um, when I would ask him things about podcasting or, you know, he would he would help me like, Hey, how do I make this sound better? Hey, can, you know, can I use this mic in this studio or whatever? Like he was always opening doors for me and helping me out and going above and beyond. And, and, um, he was just so faithful in the little things and he didn't know, Oh, well, if I do this for Paul now, then one day some, you know, rich guy named Brian Fullerton going to hire me and Andy Mulder is going to hire me. And, Caleb Allman is going to hire me and Naylor Tally is going to hire me. And, and the list goes on and on. I'm losing track now of all the people that hire Mr. Producer, Keith Kalfest and all these guys. He didn't know he's going to receive all of those um, jobs, which is a lot of money when you add them all up together. It's a, it's a large sum of money that he's earning, but he didn't know he was going to get all that blessing. He just helped me out. You know what I mean? Yes, and I didn't even have him. any money. It wasn't like I was, you know, he was just helping me out and and serving me and and I'm, you know, probably annoying him I'm like, "Hey, how do you do this in Adobe Edition or whatever?" and it's like, "Here's how you do it." And and he was so so uh generous and you know the Bible says you reap what you sow. Good or bad, you know what I mean? J- Jacob was a trickster. He tricked uh his brother and then he he got tricked by his future wife or future father-in-law. That's a whole nother story for another day, but you reap what you sow. And Mr. Producer was so generous and kind to me and now it's like He's being—he's receiving so much blessing in his life. It's—it's—it's it's, it's fantastic.
0: Well, that's great. And, and you know, we only guys out here outside of you know the podcast and hearing them and the and the voiceover and everything—we don't know anything about them. But knowing that is. That's great. I, yeah. I love those. I just love those success stories, man. When I hear that kind of stuff, when, when, when the righteous prevails, man, you know, I mean, you're right. He didn't know. He was just trying to help a buddy out, trying to get a leg up. Yeah. You could be in the studio here fought for you. You can be in the studio here for the time being until you get something set up. And now, yeah, I mean, I mean, the, I don't think uh, the
1: green industry podcast would have existed without him because he got wow. me the right setup when I couldn't afford what I, you know, now I'm all fancy. You know, I got all the. I was like, going to say, you got uh, to you get your own
0: little studio too and everything. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it.
1: But that's not how we started, man. We started, I couldn't afford to buy all this stuff. Literally. Yep. I, I You read my book, cut that grass, make that cash. When I say I was broke, busted and disgusted, that's that's not a funny little line. I was truly, you know, broke. And, and so I, but I wanted the podcast with this stuff costs money and all that stuff. So he got me to where I could, you know, tread water until, I, you know, thankfully I was able to, you know, grow the, the podcast equipment and the, all of this, all the other stuff. Um, but also Andrew, I think about how many, how many people's lives have been changed. I don't think any other industry has the podcast content that we have like painters or roofers or. You, you know, you name any trade pl- plumbers, electricians, in the lawn and landscape industry. I mean, we have your podcast, and Julio. You mentioned Julio Tome and, and um, uh, Naylor, and, 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 and Brian, and Caleb, and Andy Molder, and all these guys. I'm Jeremiah Jennings, and, and the list. I'm, I'm leaving a bunch of people out, not intentionally. It's just I'm not going to name everybody. But he um, he influences, and, and and so many of those shows. He actually produces and makes them sound good. So that while guys are out working, the the audio is actually on point and then they're getting fed information that's helping them grow their business and, and be more profitable. And so he's behind the scenes, he's transforming hundreds and thousands of people's lives by making this content available. And like I said, our industry, I just think guys take it for granted. They take it for granted how much work we put into creating this and sharing this information for free. I I get it. No, for free, just dude. I pay. I have to pay to my podcast got so big. I have to pay hundreds of dollars just to put it on the thing so people can listen uh, to it. Hundreds of dollars. Well, I have to pay that out of my own pocket book. just so you guys can listen for free. You know what I mean? It's like anyway.
0: That's all good. You got those sponsorship millions now, so you can pretty much write. You can write in blank checks, man. It's all good.
1: <laughs> hey, man, I'm I'm thankful, dude. I I uh, I love you know, it, man. Got to get see that how, vision how, board. How,
0: how, how much you've grown that way?
1: Yeah, I have. it. You can't see it because it, it's over here on my wall, but I got my vision board, man. I got Echo up on there, Kohler, Toro, Equip, Jobber, all all the companies I work with now. They've all been on my vision board. I've like had a vision. These are the companies I want to work with. Um, that's pretty cool. That's awesome, man.
0: Yeah, to, I hope to. I mean, we definitely all the small guys. Like, I've only got twenty eight episodes on mine, and I look up to all y'all. That's had you and Brian are up to. What like eighty to a hundred thousand a month in uh, unique downloads. And stuff. I had one hundred
1: and forty two thousand last month. One hundred and forty two thousand.
0: Yeah, it's like half of my city or half of, half of Arlington almost. That's awesome. <laughs> that's cool. See what I'm saying? I mean, that's really cool. And I think we actually talked about that when, um, uh, we were setting mine up, but I had a concern. I was like, man, cause, uh, I've always been the one that gets in too late and it's like, isn't it, you know, is it even worth a while? I enjoy doing it. Just mm-hmm. kind of like, well, I, you could, we could go off and do whatever we want, but I literally enjoy this and the band of brothers that's already established out there that has that servant's heart that just i mean that you write you write people back you get back with people you produce great content you're touching lives all all, everybody you mentioned and more that has these um uh, social media platforms i mean that's great man and that's why i wanted to do it i wanted to just go along with. And if I could transform even, you know, two or three lives in my, my community or say the right word, do the right thing. Uh, maybe the testimony hit somebody the right way and it changed. It, it keeps them out. I always revert to, Hey, you're going to fall in business. You know, you need, you Shake off, get back up, and everything. My thing is like you're gonna fall. My whole goal is when you fall, I just want you to fall on a temperpedic mattress instead of a a solid, you know, a solid uh, concrete floor. You know, as far yeah. as experience goes. So yeah, something I yeah. learned
1: from Al Al Blades. He's a YouTuber. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, he was saying the other day we we interviewed him on the show. It's a great interview, but. He was saying he was making YouTube videos for so long and I was watching them. I was one of the 15 views. You,
0: yeah, listen to that one. That's a good one.
1: But he, we had a part A, part B. Uh, ho- hopefully you caught both of them because they're both- Both of them. Yep, yeah, great. I got them both. But he was telling me, I can't remember if saying this on air or off air. It was a blessing. I got to talk to him for like three hours. But um, he was saying that, you know, he was making YouTube videos for so long and he was only getting 15 views. And he thought his videos were really good. He's like, you know what? I, I put a lot of time into editing, to making them. And they were good, but they only got 15 views. And I literally was watching some of those because he would text me and, and I can remember he had this postcard video, he's back in his shed and, and, uh, you know, he, had, he just, I just remember the videos cause they were good, even though that I was one of the 15 views and he, he eventually had 150 subscribers, which is a lot, but you know, it's not, it's not a lot, but it is a lot. It's 150 people. You know what I'm saying? No, I get it. And now he's got over 500,000 subscribers all in one year. But what happened? What would have happened if he quit? Cause he's like, I'm only getting 15 views, but no, he loved making the content and he stuck with it. And all of a sudden one day a, a video popped and then more people fell in love with, with Al blades. Cause he's got a phenomenal, um, heart and, and personality to help people. And so, um, I think that's what I wanted to say too, the podcasting and things like that. It's like so many people look at the 142 thousand downloads a month, because they're not getting that, they just quit. Because oh, you know, whatever. I'm, uh, and it's like, if you quit too soon, you'll never know what would have happened. You know what I mean? What if I quit when I was only getting three, four hundred? Um, I remember when I started, I was getting like three or four hundred downloads, and Brian with uh Brian's a, uh, n- a number nerd, an analytic nerd. He's like, Hey man, screenshot me. what you got? What, what's your downloads? He didn't even have podcasts. He, he Fullerton unfiltered. Didn't even exist. He was just curious what my podcasts were. Cause he was, he was scoping it out. He was a YouTube oh. scoping it out and he wanted to see what I was doing. And I was, I was so ashamed. Cause I was he like, nosy, nosy, nosy. Fullerton. No, but that's okay. He's I didn't mind. I'm so I'm, looking, I'm screenshotting yeah. and I'm thinking, I wanted to exaggerate like in my heart. I wanted to I wanted to have something more impressive to show them, but I was like, well, here, you know, I had 300, 300, 300, 300, 300 four three thirty this week, you know, three fifty. And then all of a sudden, you know, it started growing and growing and growing and then it, it took off like a rocket ship. Crazy, and- man. It, it's interesting because
0: I would relate that even to um the YouTube films and things like that. It's it's like, it's like a, you trudge, you trudge and trudge for a long, long time. Cause I think even Brian uh, in his testimony uh, said the same thing with YouTube. Mm-hmm. They had nothing and then they would actually decline in numbers. Mm. Uh, and then all of a sudden one day it takes off mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's exactly what you experienced. So you're absolutely right. It's, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint thing. And it's, um, and again, I'm, I'm not trying to you know, I just want to touch lives and have a good time doing it. And maybe if we can monetize it a little bit, be responsible that way and pick up a couple of bucks. Hey, that's great too, but I'll still be doing this, you know, here in a year or two. Um, I just remember what you said, you know, the typical podcaster doesn't make it past, uh, I guess. Eight eight episodes. episodes. Yeah. So crush that by 20. So yeah, that's, (laughs) that's that's, that's great,
1: man. Um, I, and again, if you're listening and you, you started and you quit, don't, I'm not, I'm not pouring acid or wound. What is it? Acid on the wounds. Um, salt
2: on. The
1: anyway, my, my, my point is that, um, you know, it, you can't quit. Like if, if, if you want to podcast, you know what I mean? Just, it, it takes consistency. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm having a good time either way. I get to talk to cool people, kind of get closer to, you know, people I've met in times past, including yourself and just really build, get, you know, build a a, a tighter web of network to be a blessing. Dude, just the other day I was, I, I pulled somebody aside. I was mowing and uh, we got to talking and it, it's, it's a, a smaller service like myself, mm-hmm. but I got all the commercial gear and uniformed and all that. So I guess yeah. I'm the, next step up from them mm-hmm. right <laughs> yeah, i mean they're, they're they had just bought a small trailer uh they got the the toro 30 inch uh you know all that good i mean they got the hey, right i like that motor. A,
1: that's a good motor. What's that? i i like the toro 30 inch no motor. yeah i was actually i'm actually
0: thinking about buying one and that's yeah. why i stopped and talked with them about it and because they were on the way to uh, one of my houses anyways uh, he listens to, they listen to Spencer and a few of the other guys and stuff we were just talking about. So, and y'all are all out there and we're down here in the Lone Star, but everybody kind of mm-hmm. talks with each other. So that's what I like. Whenever he brought that up, I name dropped all you guys and like, oh yeah, we, we do this. And, and, you know, these guys have a wealth of knowledge. They know Spencer. And, and then he showed me a couple things on his equipment and set up that uh, I think Spencer had done and recommend stuff like that. Mm. Love that stuff, man, because they're enriched at, at their level. Mm. I'm enriched. Y'all are enriched. Everybody's helping everybody out, you know? Um, and I know that whole thing about, you know, contractors not wanting to help people at gas stations and stuff like that or yeah. talk.
1: Mean mugging you. Um, like we ain't telling you our secrets. All right, buddy. That That's how I, that's how this podcast has been successful. I've helped everyone. I've helped Brian. I've helped Caleb. I've helped Jeremiah. I've helped you. I've helped um anybody who asks for help I help and 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 God's promoted my show. What if what if I would have been like this? I'm not I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you what mic I use. I'm not telling you what board I use. I'm not telling you about Mr. Producer. Like you know what I mean? Like that's right. not how it goes. You you open your hands and you help other people it, 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 and then you receive that help. Um
0: Absolutely. And and that's and that's great, man. I mean, that's that's what it's about. So, I mean, so I'm just, I'm, I'm juggling with all that right now, trying to do the best what I can at, at my level. And I, I guess challenging, it's, it's been challenging to a little stuff, trying to create not just content, but like good, rich, um, relevant content for the content for the times. I don't want it to be blowing smoke out there, but something that you can actually chew on. You can compare what's going on in your own business, you know, flaws and things that's happened. Um, really uh, pitfalls that you, you could miss. Like, hey, here's what I did. And here's why. Here's what yeah. led to it. Don't do it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Or, yeah.
0: you know. What's that?
1: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, man. Now, So I'm just, you know, and then and I'm going to lie. There's some times where I'll get so inspired by listening to y'all's episodes where I'll just, you know, kind of paraphrase it or just put my own spin on it. And mm-hmm. put some just kind of reemphasize, hey, this needs to be this needs to be said, because, you know, people need to get, you know, these particular kind of topics. And if they don't, there's a high chance that, you know, they're going to, there's nothing worse than than missing your exit and you you go all the way down the highway. You're, you're off by 10 miles by, you know, it adds all this extra time and there's just nothing fruitful to that, you know? Um, And we can avoid that in business for folk. That's man, that's, that's great. And so that's, that's what I'm trying to try to aim for. And, um, it's, it's been fun. And I just like talking with people, you know, getting together at the conventions and together at the trades, LAL, you know, other different spots, you know, it's cool to see everybody and, you know, and spend a little time and I don't know, it's, it's, it's fun. There's, there's all that, 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 that fun stuff, but overall, it's, it's all about the the good rich content you're throwing out there to everybody. So
1: cool. Well, let people know how they can listen to you. What's the name of your podcast? Low, uh, uh, Lone Star
0: Lawn Talk Podcast. Lone, <laughs> Available on all platforms.
1: Yep. Lone Star Lawn Talk Podcast. I hope you yeah. make that good looking cover.
0: You did. It looks sharp, man. <laughs> I'm about to get with you again. I want to change it up a little bit. That okay. was, that actually was a, that was a long time ago. Oh. Um, I, I had made some company pictures and that came from like, oh man, 2016. Okay. <laughs> so I need to, I need to change it up a little bit.
1: It's like those girls on the internet. Yeah. They have their picture from like 2008. They were fine. Then you see them in person. Oh, man. (laughs) What happened? I thought you looked like you do your Facebook profile picture. That was from 2008.
0: Oh, man. Well, it's funny because just like that, um, you know, clients you know, they find me, on, uh, <laughs> they find me on, you know, on on Google and on uh, the rare occasion I'll take them with me to an estimate. Yeah, and I can. You're right. I can kind of see the the shock value on their face when they see these these grown kids. they are not a little. <laughs>
1: oh, I see.
0: Little five year olds. or <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, that's different than a woman. Going downhill a little bit. or a lot. <laughs> it's like, dude, if you it, if it's twenty twenty two, put a picture from twenty twenty two. I give you twenty twenty one. Two thousand eight.
0: Oh man! put up two thousand. If you're putting like your 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 high school glam shots.
1: Two thousand eight. You were fine. Graduating. You were fine. I will tell you, we were fine in two thousand eight, but oh, we're twenty twenty two. Oh man! All right. We're going to kick it back to Mr. Producer and end this show before I fall uh, <laughs> off the rails. All right. Thanks for your time, Andrew. And, and guys, See, um, yeah. over on the Lone Star, uh, how do you say it? Lone Star Lawn Talk? Lone Star Lawn Talk podcast. Okay. <laughs> Andrew's going to interview me. So it's kind of like a part A, part B collaboration. Yep. So if you guys want to hear more of us in these uh, good times, then go over and check out Andrew's podcast. <laughs> and uh, support what he's doing guys and that's uh, just another podcast in this community so um support him and uh, follow along with what, what he's got going on over there so thank you for your time my friend thanks paul always a treat brother yes sir hey guys paul here and recently i've been excited about having dr frank my good friend and fellow business entrepreneur as a reoccurring guest on the green industry podcast because i wanted to tap into his marketing research knowledge business expertise to uncover the secrets to growing a successful business. The response has been really good, so by popular demand, I've sat down with Dr. Frank to record extended sessions to put together a comprehensive e-training where we talk in depth about business building. Dr. Frank, why don't you say a few words about this new e-training we recently
2: recorded? Sure, Paul. Here's how I would characterize your new e-training. It provides a complete roadmap. It shows you how to navigate your market get new customers, keep existing customers, and also how to profit from many powerful strategies to structure and position your company to amazing profitability. Any business that masters these business building essentials will be successful. Well, thanks, Dr. Frank. And that's
1: why I refer to my new e-training as a collection of key insights for effective business building. I call it how to get and keep customers. It is jam-packed with over four hours of engaging discussions with Dr. Frank containing hard-hitting business wisdom that you don't want to miss. So check it out today and see your business grow on the fast track with the How to Get and Keep Customers e-training available at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Well, guys, I appreciate Andrew sharing his unique perspective with us. And if you've been listening to the Green Industry Podcast for a while, we interview people from all sizes of business. So folks that have multi-million dollar businesses with maybe 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 employees or beyond, we get them on the show. We let them share their story and the pros and cons of when you scale like that, because there are cons and there are pros. And we want to share that information with you. And then on the flip side, well, we've had Jarvis on this week and now Andrew, and they've kind of found the sweet spot. And, and there's so many others that have the similar testimony of being the owner operator and just being one man show in this season and finding that working with the work-life balance, especially uh, and I, Andrew didn't get too deep into his pricing. I know um Jarvis shared a little bit with me off air and, and several of my other friends that do the the solo and proud type deal is they charge premium pricing because it's like, hey, Mrs. Smith, you're going to get these two hands serving your property. I am the most detail-oriented, meticulous, dependable, reliable. It's me. You're going to see me if you look out your window each week. I'm going to be the one doing your yard, me. And, and 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 if it's if you're selling yourself and you're an owner-operator, you have to charge so much more than the market because you're worth more than the market when you're solo. And, and if you really are, you know, the most exceptional worker, exceptional, <laughs> exceptional worker. Uh, what I mean by that is you just do such a good job. They have to pay for that, 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 that you're going to do better than the the company across the street that just has regular laborers that maybe, or obviously they don't care as much as you care when you own the business and, and you're the one out there installing the mulch and putting in the sod and, and and giving a nice crispy edge and and laying the most tight stripes. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I say all that, to say there are pros and cons of being solo. There's pros and cons of scaling your business, and there's not. And, and guys that you know get all arrogant and say, "Oh, you got to do it this way." We'll just let them talk. Okay, but there are pros and cons to each, and I think it's important to consider those and then find out what's best for you, not what someone else thinks is best, but what what's best for your walk of life, your set of circumstances, the desires of you, what you want to do with your business. And, and really make an informed decision with, with that information. So we'll definitely continue to have guests on of, of, of folks who are going crazy scaling their business and, and, and folks who are solo and proud. But I just think it's u- unique because we didn't pre-plan this to have Jarvis and, and Andrew back to back. It just naturally happened. And I think, you know, for some people, it's, it's, it's meant to you meant to hear this. So we'll leave it at that. Hey, guys, if you are looking to um, attend this year's Equip Exposition, it's in October in Louisville, Kentucky. It's a great time now to get that blocked off on your schedule and uh, plan your trip. And for a limited time, they're offering early bird price uh, for the registration. And in addition to that, you can double dip and save an extra 50% off the early bird pricing. So it's like the lady that coupons and goes to the grocery store. They go to check out, and the grocery store is like, well you know what we we owe you money you know what i mean that's how it is right now nearly it's it's ten dollars when you calculate early bird pricing plus the 50 percent off with the promo code paul so if you guys want to save huge on this year's equip exposition you can uh, register and when you do so you'll get early bird pricing if you do it in real time as you're listening to the show in, in in may of 2022 I know people will be binging listening, binge listening later, so you may have missed the early bird pricing. But nevertheless, promo code Paul will always save you fifty percent off at the Equip Exposition. It used to be called the GIE Plus Expo, but Equip Expo now is the name. Promo code Paul will save you fifty percent off. So take advantage of those savings, and thanks for listening to today's show, guys. Hope to catch you on the next episode.